On today's episode, we will be discussing decriminalization and marijuana legalization. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. My name is Tanya, and welcome to another episode of Cannabinards. The topic we are covering today is huge, so we are going to focus on some of the more recent updates surrounding the legalization and decriminalization of cannabis, and how recent elections may have varying outcomes at the federal level and the state level. Cannabinards. So first, I just want to outline the difference between legalization and decriminalization because they are two different terms that are oftentimes referred to as one and the same. So legalization of cannabis would mean removing all prohibitions against it, and it would be available to consume and purchase in the same way that alcohol or tobacco are already being sold and used. Decriminalization, however, is different in that it only removes certain criminal offenses pertaining to cannabis, but it still has sanctions around it. Um, It's still illegal to buy or sell. So in other words, decriminalization prevents the government from prosecuting someone for specific acts that previously would have led to charges or jail time. So it basically loosens the criminal penalties that one would have faced. Uh, Typically with cannabis decriminalization, we see minor offenses such as possession being overlooked or being taken off of the list of things that could lead to charges. Some states or cities have even begun expunging previously committed offenses pertaining to cannabis from people's records. So that's a really positive step as well. I would say that one of the biggest and most recent news as of yesterday, November 20th, as a matter of fact, is that the House Judiciary Committee passed a bill that would effectively make marijuana legal. This is huge. The Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act, or the MORE Act as it is more commonly referred to, of 2019 passed by a vote of 24 to 10. This act is uh, setting the stage for a full floor vote, which is going to be one of the biggest things in history. Uh, The approved legislation, sorry, that was introduced by Chairman Gerald Nadler, um, if it's approved or passed, um, would federally deschedule cannabis and expunge the records of those with prior marijuana convictions, and it would also impose a 5% sales tax on cannabis. Uh, Not only that, but it would also create a doorway to protecting immigrants from being denied citizenship over cannabis use, and it would also prevent federal agencies from denying public benefits or security clearance based on whether or not people use cannabis products. This is the first time in history that a congressional committee has approved a bill to end federal marijuana prohibition, and it has big potential. Um, As of the beginning of November, uh, 22 different states and the District of Columbia had decriminalized possession of small amounts of marijuana, which generally speaking is a smaller personal consumption amount that either amounted to the lowest misdemeanor possible with no jail time or would have been cited as civil or local infraction. Also, as of early November, 10 states and the District of Columbia had legalized recreational marijuana use um, as well. So there's definitely been an increase in demand for both legalization and decriminalization of cannabis in the U.S. already across several different states. Um, We will have to keep an eye on this bill um, because if it's passed up the ranks, 
Um, we have to see where it ends up, uh, but there's no telling how long it could take to see this bill reach the Senate. We're very optimistic for the opportunities that this could pose for those in the industry. Um, this could open up doors for people that are in the banking systems, people who are um, providing insurance for cannabis um, products and cannabis businesses, um, and of course, those who are in the recreational um, or medical marijuana industry, um, CBD industry, everybody who is in the cannabis industry could benefit from this bill if it is passed. So we are very excited about it. Um, so this is going to lead us over to the local elections that took place earlier this month. Now, before this bill was introduced, individual states saw candidates that ran on platforms of cannabis reform, whereas others were completely opposed to it. So we're going to take a look at some of the major outlooks on cannabis for states based on the outcomes of those elections. Um, so we're going to pretend um, this bill hasn't done anything yet. Um, it doesn't make marijuana legal. It's just um, introducing it to the House. And then if the House passes that, it'll get passed up to Senate. Um so these are the outcomes of some of the local elections um, varying from state to state. So we're going to go ahead and start in Virginia, where Governor Ralph Northam has said that the decriminalization of marijuana remains one of his priorities. And with Democrats making up the majority of both Senate and Assembly in Virginia, the outlook seems pretty promising. Uh, voters in the state have already added some pretty reformed-minded prosecutors like Steve Descano, whose office has already pledged not to persecute um, low-level cannabis offenses. Um, so as far as Virginia is concerned, it looks like they're on the right track to decriminalization and legalization of marijuana on their own. Uh, Illinois, in, uh, on the other hand, seems pretty torn on the matter as some cities voted in favor of allowing marijuana businesses to operate within their jurisdiction, whereas other cities such as Arlington Heights opted not to welcome cannabis. The same can be said for Ohio, where three more states voted in favor of resolutions to decriminalize possession, um, whereas three other cities chose not to. One of the most um, notable developments from these local elections actually comes out of Kentucky as Andy Bashir was elected governor over Republican Matt Bevan in a very close election. For Kentucky, this could mean decriminalization of cannabis in the very near future. As Bashir has said, quote, no one who is caught simply possessing marijuana should ever go to jail or should ever go to prison, end quote. So while there have been big strides made in various states towards both legalization and decriminalization of cannabis, we still face problems in states where cannabis is either legal or has been decriminalized due to the lack of education, not only socially among our communities, but within our law enforcement agencies. In fact, earlier this month, officers in New York confiscated 10 pounds of what they thought was marijuana, when really it was just legal hemp. In Michigan, law enforcement is facing challenges as well. Oakland County Sheriff Mike Bucard has said, quote, we haven't investigated a marijuana case in more than a year. We are in absolute limbo in terms of law enforcement, end quote. With the topics of decriminalization and legalization, law enforcement seemingly can't keep up with the changes, especially since it varies from state to state, county to county, and even city to city. So it is very normal for this to be a problem still. Um, if the MORE Act does go into effect, it would definitely make law enforcement's jobs a hell of a lot easier. But until then, it is still up to individual states and counties as far as what they allow or don't allow within their borders. 
this poses a lot of confusion and the lack of education in this field definitely shows. Um, only time will tell if education in the cannabis industry gets better over time or if it's even going to be needed due to the new bills that may be passing that will legalize marijuana at the federal level. If marijuana gets legalized at the federal level, then law enforcement won't have to know the difference between marijuana and hemp or, you know, any of the sort. Um, so we'll definitely be very interested to see what's in store for 2020 as we shift into a new year that has the potential to bring about some major changes in the industry. This is just a brief overview, but again, we will keep our eyes open and update you as the legality surrounding the industry is rapidly changing. So hit the subscribe button if you haven't already so you can stay updated. Follow us at Cannabinerds Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And give us a shout out at cannabinerdspodcast.com and we will see you next week. If you have any other questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to chat with you. Take care. Thanks for listening. Cannabinerds.